0: Jim Nance is class. And are you ready for the Super Bowl? Welcome to the Sports Media Beat. Hi, everybody. I am Dan Lavallo, and we have a lot of ground to cover. I am putting the sports media beat together on January the twenty fourth, twenty twenty. So keep that in context as we run down what has made news on the sports media beat over the last week. I want to begin with Jim Nance, who, along with Tony Romo, called the AFC Championship game on Sunday. And what do I mean Jim Nance's class, how he concluded the broadcast by mentioning Kansas City being in the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years— And the man who broadcast the Super Bowl on television 50 years ago with the Chiefs in the game was Jack Buck. And he mentioned how the person behind the mic for this year's Super Bowl, Super Bowl 54, would be Joe Buck, Jack's son. And for Jim Nance to mention another broadcaster in praiseworthy terms on a competing network is class personified. And Joe Buck, in a tweet was just overwhelmed by what Jim Nance did. So, Jim Nance, you are class personified and just a great, great job. A salute to one of the best broadcasters in the business. Now, let's talk about that Titans-Chiefs game, which Nance and Romo broadcast on CBS at uh, rated low, lowest rated in five years But you have to put low in quotation marks because it still got a great rating. 23.1, 41.11 million people watched the AFC Championship game on CBS. As I mentioned, lowest rated in five years since the Colts-Pats in 2015 got a 22.5 rating. Lowest viewed since 2009 when the Ravens-Steelers attracted 40.65 million viewers. Lowest-rated and least-watched first game. Remember, this was the first game of the big doubleheader on Sunday. Lowest-rated and least-watched first game since 2009 when the Eagles-Cardinals got a 21.9 rating and attracted 38.39 million viewers. Now, last year's window was the NFC on Fox in the first game, and that featured the Rams and the Saints and that got a 24.5 rating, 44.07 million viewers. That was the first game last year. And then the night game last year was the uh, the AFC game, Patriots and Chiefs. And that just blew everybody away. That got a 27.5 rating and attracted almost 54 million viewers. So you've got to put everything into context. I know the Boston media is having some fun with the fact The Patriots not being in the championship game affected the ratings. The ratings were lower. Well, that might have something to do with it. But also, you've got to look at the time slot. And the Pats Chiefs, a year ago, they were in prime time. Uh, The NFC title game, that was in prime time this year. 49ers, Packers, and Fox recorded 42.7 million viewers for that game. Now, the CBS final numbers are in for the NFL in 2019 because they're done. Fox will carry the Super Bowl. CBS and its football coverage is done. But the CBS final numbers are in, and they averaged 19.4 million viewers for the regular season and postseason. That's up 3%, the highest average in three years. So the NFL is getting great ratings. Don't let anybody kid you. Yeah, maybe they took a bit of a hit and the championship games for the NFC and the AFC. But overall, the NFL did very well this year on TV. NFL ad revenue also upgrows 10%, according to the Standard Media Index reports. And they noted that uh, they they saw revenue grow 10% for games from September through November. The price per commercial grew 8.6%. Number of paid units during the games, up 2%. Highest ad rates were for NBC Sunday Night Football. You know what NBC gets for Sunday Night Football for an ad? $617,920. But sports, uh, period, saw ad revenue growth. Even the World Series saw ad revenue growth on Fox this year. Now, some of the network executives are saying, well, one of the reasons the ad revenue grew for the World Series was the series went seven games. Yeah, so it went seven games. Good for them. Total ad revenue for the series was $149 million, up from $119 million in 2018. So you want to know why these TV networks bid big for these rights? Well, here's a reason. Just on the World Series alone— Fox brought in $149 million in ad revenue. Here's what James Fennessy, the CEO of SMI, had to say. And again, SMI is the standard media index. Here's what James Fennessy had to say. The NFL and World Series results are a testament to the growing importance of live sports. The NFL telecasts account for 17 percent of season-to-date revenue across all programming on major linear channels and 70% of Fox ad revenue during the current broadcast year. That's how big the NFL is. That's how big sports are for Fox and for TV. Spotify in the news. Spotify is challenging Apple as far as a podcast app is concerned. Well, now there is word out there that Spotify is in talks to buy The Ringer. The Ringer is a digital media network put together by Bill Simmons, who used to be at ESPN. In fact, he founded the site Grantland Network on ESPN, a podcast network. ESPN shut it down. Simmons said, I'm leaving. And so he created The Ringer. In 2018, the Wall Street Journal reported the ringer generated over $15 million and downloaded more than 100 million times per month. So now Simmons is in talks to sell to Spotify, and we'll see what turns out here. Well, you know what's going to turn out? Bill Simmons is going to be a millionaire if he isn't already. Uh Broadcast writes, Mountain West Conference has signed a $270 million deal with both CBS and Fox. Six-year deal runs through 2025-2026 from 2020-21 to 2025-26. CBS will broadcast 23 football games and 32 hoop matchups per season on the CBS Sports Network and the CBS TV Network. Will air selected football and basketball games. Fox will show up to 23 regular season games for both sports. And Fox gains the exclusive rights to Boise State home football and to Mountain West football title game. Boise State, that's where they have that blue turf for the football field. So Mountain West conference signing that deal with cbs and with fox let's take a look at uh, some ratings golf the sony open this was the weekend of january 12th final round on the golf channel average two hundred eighty-two thousand viewers down 49 percent of course they were up against the nfl here's the big story zion williamson making his debut really gave the nba ratings a boost williams had been sidelined with an injury all year long the 19 year old rookie Well, he made his debut with the Pelicans on Wednesday night, January 22nd, the game against the Spurs, and ESPN got a 1.6 rating, attracting 2.36 million viewers. The audience reached a peak of 2.8 million viewers. Most watched game of the season that did not involve the L.A. Lakers or Christmas Day, and compared to last year at this time, ratings are up 45 percent, viewership up 42 percent, In fact, the only debut which topped that of Zion Williamson's was LeBron James when he made his NBA debut with the Cleveland Cavaliers on ESPN back when, 2003. That got a 2.3 rating and attracted 3.03 million viewers. And let me tell you, it was all Zion Williamson because that was the second game of an ESPN doubleheader. The first game, Sixers-Raptors down 35% with 1.15 million viewers. NBC Universal announcing its streaming service will debut in April. It's going to be ad supported which makes it a free app I guess. But there's going to be a lot of sports on NBC Universal streaming service. 2020 Tokyo Olympics, 5 hours of daily coverage on this streaming service original programming will be surrounding the Olympics. Other sports will also be covered on this ad-supported streaming service. Tennis, NASCAR, golf. Already NBC has some partnering sponsors, Eli Lilly and Company, State Farm, Target, Apartments.com, and Unilever. So there you go. NBC joining the streaming service. Well, they're all streaming. They're all streaming because that's the future, and the future is now. And when you are in business, you know, we tend to look a year ahead, two years ahead. And when you're in business, you've got to look five years ahead, ten years ahead. What's the trend going to be? And then you factor in how technology is changing in a nanosecond, and you have to figure that out and then understand everything seems these days to revolve around your smartphone or your tablet. Simple as that. More NBC Olympic coverage, by the way. NBC has renewed its deal with Snapchat for the Summer Olympics. NBC will produce more than 70 episodes exclusively on Snapchat. And the companies have partnered before. They partnered for the 2016 Summer Games and the 2018 Winter Olympics. Finally, ESPN Plus to add Spanish language broadcast option. So... You'll be able to get various sporting events in Spanish on ESPN+. What is that, $4.99 a month? More than a dozen extra live sporting events per month will be streamed in Spanish. Boxing and soccer will be covered mostly, but also some Major League Baseball. ESPN did a poll, and the data showed 66% of Hispanics living in the United States are soccer fans, with 58% of those polled saying they prefer to watch the game in Spanish. ESPN says the numbers for boxing are about the same. Again, 66% of Hispanics living in the U.S. are boxing fans, and 58% of those polled say they would prefer to watch a match in Spanish. So the numbers for boxing and soccer are about the same. So there is the latest Sports Media Beat. Remember, my website is sportsmediabeat.com. If you would like to email me, my email address is dan at danlavallo.com. And do me a favor, subscribe to the podcast. We're in the Apple Podcast Directory. We're in Spotify, iHeart, all of the major podcast directories listed on the website, sportsmediabeat.com. Once again, thanks for listening. I'm Dan Lavallo.